Good. Yes, sir. I need to get an alert that says participant has accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week, we are coming at you with Brooke's pick. So, Brooke, what movie are we talking about today? We are talking about 2021's Malignant. Uh, another movie by James Wan. Yep. We've done a couple of his already. Yes. So, yeah. What made you pick this movie? Uh, a couple things. Um, it was my favorite movie of last year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when this movie came out, um, especially in our, our chats with the other podcasts, it was a very divisive movie. Mm-hmm. Seems like everyone shit on it. Mm-hmm. But then Except also you. some people liked it, like me. Yeah. So and I think it's just a fun movie to talk about too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you dropped that it was your favorite movie of 2021, I mm-hmm. almost shit a brick. I couldn't believe it. But maybe my thoughts have changed on it after okay. the second watch. Okay. Because yeah, after I watched it the first time, I was like, ah, it deserves a second watch, mm-hmm. but yeah. So we'll see. All right. <laughs> um, before we talk about this movie, what have you been up to this week? Uh, this week, not too much. Um, we watched, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, uh, Jackass 3D. Um, no, I think you'd that. watch two. Yeah. So I watched that, uh, kind of trying to wrap up the Jackass movies, but apparently the 0.5 movies count as movies as letterboxed. Oh, so I'm really? trying to like complete them. So I did also watch Jackass 4.5. Nice. Uh, it's on Netflix. Really good. I liked it. Um, I finally finished Lord of War. Oh, uh, Nicholas okay. Cage movie. Yeah um it was pretty good actually i didn't add it to my nicholas cage ranking um i thought it was pretty good it was like kind of weird i like, love it like there's some very like weird nick cage parts in it i don't know well, it is nick cage i know but <laughs> yeah um it's pretty good uh and the one i watched is Actually, the last thing I watched, uh, not so much. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Nice. <laughs> uh, it was surprisingly really good. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, a lot of nostalgic mm. stuff for our generation. Yeah. Um, it's like very much like Free Guy. Okay. Like the movie itself isn't like great. Mm-hmm. Like the story is kind of like mad, but. I don't know, it's pretty cool to see all like different characters and there's a lot of like uh background stuff that you like some people catch some people don't so okay a lot of easter eggs and cool. the cast is really good too yeah so yeah nice that's it all right what about uh, you? i watched like sweet fuck all um, all right. If we didn't, if Sarah and I didn't watch The Lost City last night, I would have had nothing. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, we sat down and finally watched that one. It was good. It was really fun. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It uh, wasn't anything spectacular. I think you your rating 
or your review, sorry, on Letterboxd was like perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it was predictable. It was a typical rom-com, but it was funny and it was fun and it yeah. was a good enough watch. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, Brad. I, I liked uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't want to call it a cameo because he was in it for a while, like a little while, but yeah, it's, it's like an extended cameo. It was yeah, good. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Daniel Radcliffe is amazing. Yeah, he is a good villain. I was saying to Sarah, like, he is so fucking diverse and mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like, he did such a great job of breaking that Harry Potter typecasting sort of thing. Much like uh, Robert Pattinson did. Yeah, and Elijah Wood. Like, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. talk about him all the time on this pod. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, other than that, I've been reading... Uh, um, trying to get through some of my backlog of video games. Yeah. Uh, so I started playing Control on the weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I went through my PlayStation library because I just bought two new games because PlayStation sale that's going on right now. Yeah. So I just bought two of the Dark Pictures anthology games. And then I was looking through my library and I was like, oh, my God, I have so many games that I need to beat. I have two of yours that I need to beat still. Yeah. Three actually, holy fuck! Three of yours, yeah, and yeah. I've just been addicted to Apex, and I need to put it off to the side. Exactly, just delete, <laughs> delete it off your console. No, I bit. can't do can't do that. I can't do that. That would yeah. be. Um, yeah, been watching a few TV shows. Uh, TV right now is like amazing. Like I don't mm-hmm. know this lineup that they have right now is like. Yeah, we got the boys just started the first episode drop for season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi has been going. Yeah, it's really good. And then uh, we're doing uh, break the binge with uh, Porcelain Peak for Stranger Things season four. And mm-hmm. my God, it's so fucking hard. <laughs> it's I think it's just everyone else has like seen it. Yeah. So like if I'm scrolling TikTok and like. I see just like a picture of one of the characters. I'm like, nope, just scroll right by. <laughs> yeah, I was complaining about that earlier in the week because uh, I said to Sarah, because she, she's watched all three of the previous seasons with me. I was like, do you want to watch season four? She's like, well, yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah. she, she's impossible to get to sit down and watch a show, <laughs> especially with me, like working straight days now because mm-hmm. like she does like hair clients whenever I get home from work. And then after we get the kids to bed, she's like ready for bed herself. Yeah. But like back when I was doing afternoons, we would watch our shows in the mornings and shit like that. But mm-hmm. it doesn't happen like yeah. that anymore. Especially with a TV series that has over an hour long episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but actually, uh, we mentioned Rick and Morty in our last episode. I can't remember why we brought it up. Um. But I started rewatching that. Nice. Um, it used to be on uh, Disney Plus, I think. Okay. And then I went to find it and it wasn't there anymore. And then I found it on Prime, but Prime only has like an episode here and there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how the fuck can I watch this? So I have to use an Australian VPN and they have it on their Netflix. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I had a, um, an inkling to watch it as well. And mm-hmm. it wasn't on any streaming. So 
I think I was at like Walmart one day and I saw they had season, I think one and two on Blu-ray. Nice. Or I think it was like 20 bucks or something like that. So I picked it up. To, yeah. Sweet. It's such a great show. It is. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, other than that, kind of a boring week. We also recorded pretty late last week. So yeah, we did. Yeah. It's been a shorter period of time. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to talk about this movie? Yes, sir. Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about 2021's Malignant. Before we start talking about it, Brooke, what are you drinking? So I am drinking a uh, Ruby Social, Ooh. and it is a strawberry rhubarb uh, <laughs> wit beer. I know it's spelled W-I-T-B-I-E-R, and it's from Prince Edward Island. Oh, cool. So, yeah. He's an island boy. <laughs> That's really good. Is it very strawberry and Rupert? Rupert, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm switching it up tonight. Okay. So I've already cracked my can, as you know, um, because I had to put it on ice because I was sitting out in my car. Um, but I'm drinking a mango, pineapple, coconut, thc drink oh yeah yeah i do remember you showed me the picture yeah and yeah i opened it and it fucking stinks man so i hope it tastes really better oh fuck yeah it's like it's it's got a fucking smell to it huh it tastes better than it smells that's (laughs) it's very coconutty so i bought that and i bought an orange one nice blood orange yuzu and vanilla Nice. So yeah, Bettina went to the dispensary was it yesterday or some yeah, yesterday. And uh I saw one on their website. It's called the uh, root beer float. Oh yeah. That I was telling you. And uh I was gonna have some tonight, but it's like a high THC, so it's like 27 point some percent. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely not having that on the weekday because <laughs> I wouldn't get through this episode. <laughs> We'd get to the to our rankings and you'd just be cross-eyed sitting there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive in. Starting off with the synopsis, Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying reality. I like how they keep the twist a secret in that. Yeah, scene. me too um we'll talk about it in a bit but uh mm-hmm. even like the trailer right i think the trailer was really good yeah as well yeah because like nobody nobody fucking expected what this movie is, <laughs> no no not even yeah <laughs> um you've already mentioned it but this movie is directed by james wan um we've already done enough of his movies that i don't think we really need to go through his resume but 
I do want to rhyme off some of his upcoming movies. I only saw one. Oh. And his directing. Maybe you're looking okay. at producing. I was looking at his producing. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, directing, he has the new Aquaman yeah. uh, coming out is it this year or next year. Mm, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he's directing and producing the new Aquaman movie, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. He is producing a Salem's Lot remake. Mm. Uh, the Nun 2, Insidious 5, uh, The Tommyknockers remake, The Crooked Man, and he's doing a Knight Rider movie based off of the old TV show. No way. Yeah. Actually, I just found your copy of Tommyknockers here whenever <laughs> I was going through my movies uh, a few weeks ago. I forgot I let you that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I even owned that. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Like he's got some, like the nun too. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't yeah. a huge fan of the first one. It was it was better on a second watch, but mm-hmm. and Insidious Five, I think they're just beating a dead horse at this point. Yeah, yeah. But the Crooked Man, I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. I think he's a really cool character from the Conjuring universe. And I mean, Salem's Lot, the Tommy Knockers, and Knight Rider. I think they could all be good. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I was surprised to not see like any Saw movies or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like he just went away from that franchise. Yeah. And, like, I don't blame him. I figured like with the release of Spiral, if they would like oh, yeah. get him kind of back into it. But obviously not. <clears throat> um, this cast list is pretty, I don't want to say amateur, but like I didn't know anybody really except for annabelle wallace who plays madison mm-hmm. um she was in the 2017 the mummy remake i guess i don't know i never watched it yeah the one with is it with tom cruise yeah yeah i didn't watch it either mm. i don't know if it was, that like- was like that was supposed to be the start of the new like monster universe yeah like the invisible man was supposed to be a part of it but then the movie just bombed so they just mm. kind of like canceled like stopped it yeah probably a um, good idea i recognize her from peaky blinders yeah yeah she plays uh um thomas shelby's mm-hmm. wife in one of the seasons i think yeah yeah she's in like 19 episodes of it mm-hmm. uh she's also an annabelle and annabelle creation uh silent night and star trek discovery what i kind of like about james wan's movies like he doesn't need the big a-lister mm-hmm actors to you know yeah. be in his shit yeah it's almost like he's giving these like lesser known actors like a chance mm-hmm. like hey my name's attached to this this can make you a star <laughs> yeah um actually i'll save it to get to the the one guy okay uh i have maddie maddie hassan hassan mm-hmm. who played sydney um she's in god bless america twisted a youtube show called impulse mm. and mr mercedes So not a lot for her. Uh, George Young, which is ironic, but it's like from Blow. Mm -hmm. Um, He played Kakoa Shaw. He was one of the detectives. Um, The only thing, I only recognize two things, The Pupil and Containment, which were both TV shows. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, it was like short films and like some random ass shit that I've never heard of. Yeah, I was kind of surprised, like, or not surprised, but. It would have been nice to see like Donnie Wahlberg back, like with 
with James Wan, like playing the cop, but I feel like he wouldn't be able to do the shit that George Young was doing in this movie, like no. the, ch- the chase scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wonder if the last name Shaw is kind of like a homage to uh, uh, Dead Silence. Yeah, that's true. I never thought of that. I would assume it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, I have Mick Cole, M-I-C-H-O-L-E, Mick Cole, Brianna White, playing Regina Moss. Uh, she was in Encino Man. Don't remember her in that, but Neither. she was in it. Uh, Volcano and Courage Under Fire. Hmm. Did you ever watch Volcano? I don't think so. It was like a, it was like a Twister ripoff. Yeah, it was on... Uh, I'm not sure how far you got, but Jay Baruchel's show that uh, it's like everyone's going to die, even Jay oh, Baruchel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I finished all of those episodes, and the one episode was about volcanoes, like screw volcanoes. Mm-hmm. And like they talk about that movie and okay. the other like volcano one. Dante's, Dante's Peak. Peak. Yeah. Fucking love that yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pierce Brosnan at his finest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't have any honorable mentions or anything like that. I don't know if you okay. do. I had two. Okay. So um, one of them is Ray Chase. Okay. He did the voice of Gabriel. Okay. Um, He's done a ton of voice work. And I saw that he's doing the voice for an upcoming animated series, which I know that you're very excited for. So am I. uh, X-Men 97. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. He's done a lot of voice work. Does it say who he's playing in that? No, I didn't. No. Okay. Uh, and then the other one I have is Marina Mazeppa, and she played the physical version of Gabriel. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So like how? She's a contortionist. Oh. Okay. Yeah. See, that was that was a question I was going to have. Yeah. Like if that was an actual person doing that shit. So yeah, we'll save a bit for it until like those scenes. Okay. But that's all fucking a person. That's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like, wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was a big question that I had. Because like yeah. it doesn't look CGI. No. No. And but like the movements and shit are not human. No. So it's like, holy fuck. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's really cool. I'm yeah. interested to hear what you have for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that cool. it? That's it, yeah. All right, let's talk about this movie. Let's fucking get into it. <laughs> um, so I think with this one, I think I want to do more of a convo is like how we viewed it on a second watch. Okay. Um, so spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen this movie yet. I know it came out last year. So if you haven't watched this movie, um, I highly recommend checking it out and coming back to listen to our episode. Or if you don't really give a shit, then just come along for the ride. Yeah. Um, the first time you watched this movie, what kind of movie like throughout it did you think it was until the reveal of it? I thought it was a supernatural movie, like yeah. some, something paranormal. Exactly. Me too. He's yeah. communicating through like phone waves and shit like that with her. Yeah. But, but on this watch, now that I know what happens or like what, what the story is, they tell you right from the fucking get go. Yeah. Right in the opening credits. Yeah. Basically, I, I was watching the opening credits and I was like, okay, this is like a cool visual. And then I was like, 
oh my God, like they have it all right in front of your face. Yeah. Like they're showing the surgery, the conjoined like, twin, like a picture ha- of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can cut it. don't show her face, but you can see like, it's kind of like dark, like black hair, like it's a girl, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, the first time, like even until the last like 20 minutes, like before the reveal, I, I think I was just like in such shock that they actually did that. that yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool take on, I don't even, I don't even want to say take. It's just a really cool fucking idea that James Wan had. And yeah, like his, talk- uh, his wife actually helped him write this. Okay. She kind of came up with the idea. That's cool. Of it. Um, because like, this is a real thing that mm-hmm. uh, happens. So yeah. It's based off of a guy named Edward Mordake. Mordaki, I don't know how to say it, but the legend is that he had like a face in the back of his skull. Okay. And I think they did it. They covered it on one of the American Horror Stories as well. Okay. I think it was Asylum. They had some sort of character with that, I think. I'm trying to remember. Or some character. I don't know. I never finished that season, but... Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah um and it's really fucking gross but like <laughs> uh where do i have it i think i had it oh yeah so like it's a thing called they call it teratoma which mm-hmm. is like a parasitic twin yeah so it's a rare tumor that may hold different types of tissue such as bone teeth muscle and hair and it's mostly found in the ovaries, testicles, and tailbone. Okay. So, like, imagine, like, <laughs> you have like, face coming know, like, look down, there's, like, a fucking teeth on your testicles. <laughs> like, that'd be so fucking <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Gross. Do you ever watch that movie, Teeth? Yeah, a long time ago. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, it's like one in 500,000 people, I think, can get this. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's rare, but it's not like as rare as you would think. No, exactly. Considering there's like billions of people in the world. So there's probably like, I don't know, I can't do math right now, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that could have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like watching this second watch, there's a lot of uh, funny lines that... Um, Gabriel says, or that uh, Madison says throughout the movie, it's like kind of hinting that he was in his head, in mm-hmm. her head the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like she says, like she felt like she there was someone watching her, like from the back of her head or something like that. And yeah, yeah, there's some really clever lines. Well, and even the doctor at the very beginning, she said it's time to cut out the cancer. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> that's kind of a hint right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really like the opening score and the score like throughout the movie mm-hmm. and they use that one same track like a few times. Yeah. Um, that's like kind of like building up to it. And, yeah. It's, I said in my review, like it's very much a saw type score. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that music. Um, I had an interview pulled up with James Wan and he said, so he said, it just felt like I've had the aspiration to go back to the early kind of films that started my career with like Saw, Dead Silence, Death Sentence days, where he was allowed to make these films that were a lot more gritty and more visceral. Mm-hmm. And he felt that uh, naturally this part of their concept and story really lend itself to that. So he went with it. 
and like the ending the ending the editing like the trickiest part was the end of it obviously yeah but uh yeah tell that this movie has kind of i don't know how i want to word it it's taken him back to to like uh-huh. his glory days let's just say uh-huh. like this is very much like when you think of a james wan movie you think of saw some people might think of dead silence i don't personally i completely forgot that he did that movie <laughs> okay. um but it has that feeling to it where he not that he doesn't give a fuck but like he doesn't give a fuck what people are going to think about it uh-huh. he has this yeah. idea in his head and he's just going to roll with it and yeah. i'm sure when he pitched this script idea to production companies they were like no we're not yeah. doing this <laughs> like, yeah, this is exactly. ridiculous um yeah but it's i don't know it's refreshing to see that he's mm-hmm. kind of like broken the mold of like the insidious movies and and all that shit yeah and he kind of took a bit from like the insidious movies and like the uh um like the conjuring like the the paranormal stuff like mm-hmm. whenever she like when she's in the laundry room and she goes into like gabriel's mm-hmm. head and you think that she's like just envisioning this happening mm-hmm. um like the transitions when all the walls like melt and stuff and this like transitioning to that location i thought was awesome mm-hmm. and i think that was a thing that really confused me on my first time watching it because i was like yeah i don't understand what the fuck's going on but then tell bettina to quiet down would you <laughs> <laughs> um but then on this watch like whenever it was happening i was like okay like i understand it now like he has control of her brain so he yeah. is making her think whatever he wants her to think yeah so like sometimes she thinks that she's just in her house and then eventually he allows her to see the stuff that he's doing yeah and then like it shows it again later on in the well, like towards the very end of the movie where he's going through the fucking police station and he's just fucking annihilating everybody and she's just sitting in her cell just completely blanked out yeah and then all of a sudden she looks around and everybody's dead around her yeah but like she didn't see any of that happening uh-huh. yeah and i don't think she remembered anything since before she was adopted mm-hmm. either yeah so he's completely blocked out that part of her brain mm-hmm. which is just a really cool way to do this movie like yeah yeah. To have have Gabriel have complete control over her brain. Yeah. And like he can like control electricity and stuff. So mm-hmm. like I like the one scene, um, especially like watching it now, because like in the first one, when she's looking out and like the the post light outside comes on, and then you see like the shadow walk in, and then you think that's like something paranormal. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just her envisioning kind of like maybe Gabriel showing himself to her. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I don't like about the movie is the fact that he can control like electronic things. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I don't think you need to put that paranormal sort of twist on it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get, he needs to communicate somehow. Yeah. But I, I don't know how else you would do it. Yeah. And like the cell phone part, like when he calls her later on it, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can kind of like overlook that a little bit. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Um, I do like how they kind of built up Madison as well. Like you get the trauma she's been through, like she's pregnant again. Mm-hmm. She's with, I don't know if it's her husband, but um, a boyfriend named Derek and like their relationship is really dark. And um, Derek uh, kind of like blames her for everything. And she's like having issues with the baby. And then he like makes a comment, like you can't keep doing this stuff. Like you can't keep getting pregnant. It's like, well, I mean, you can help her stop getting pregnant. Like there's ways you can prevent that too. Like (laughs) he just keeps blaming her for all of these uh, miscarriages she's having. I think she's had three or four, Mm -hmm. I think three in the last two years or something like that. Yeah. Um, Which later on you find out that uh, Gabriel was actually feeding on the fetuses to build up his power, which, which is, is like fucking nuts. really fucked up. Yeah. And uh, something else I noticed in this watch too, is whenever he like pushes her into the wall and she like smashes her head. Mm-hmm. Well, two things like, you know, that's Gabriel that like took the blow to that. <laughs> so that's why he kills him. Right. Yeah. Cause like that's straight to his fucking face. And then later on, whenever, um, uh, Sydney shows up and Madison's like looking at like the indent. Mm-hmm. It looks like a face on the wall. Yeah. Which is really yeah. cool. Um, one thing I noticed if we want to call it a goof or not, but uh, whenever he smashes her head into the wall, there's no indent. Okay. And then later on in the movie, there's this like fucking huge indent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't see one anyways. Like, cause I looked. no. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And like there was no blood on the wall or anything like that. But then later on, she leans up against the wall and there's blood everywhere. Uh-huh. That's one thing I want to bring up. She's fucking bleeding profusely out of her head. Yeah. For like days. <laughs> she doesn't go to a hospital. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, like she wakes uh, up the next morning and her pillow's covered in blood. And I'm like, that's a sign. Like, yeah. You like, have a she, cracked skull. <laughs> is she even telling like her sister, like, yeah, I'm just profusely bleeding from my fucking head, but yeah. I'm not going to go see anyone. It's okay. <laughs> Cause as soon as they look at it, they're going to see like a little fucking head on the back of her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think he comes out until the, the prison scene. Yeah. Cause we see her like almost like ripper. Yeah. That's true. Open. Yeah. Yeah. But that blow yeah. is what really kind of woke him up, if we want to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Derek smashing her head against the wall. Yeah. And then, like, when he killed Derek, it was a very uh, intense scene, too. Like, it's dark. There's like the blender turns on, and then the like fridge door opens, and it's like very paranormal ish. And then, like, you see someone who has a TV on, and you see like a person sitting on the couch, and he turns it on, they're gone. And then, like, whenever he gets killed like it's just fucking brutal like it just pops up like right out of nowhere yeah i liked whenever the the two detectives show up and that i don't know what what you would call her she's like the evidence girl that works oh, with, yeah, yeah. with shaw and Mom. like the csi yeah and uh she she mentions the way that he's killed she's like I've never seen anything like this before. Like, it doesn't even make sense. She said, like, I could see it like happening in a car accident, but nothing like this. And then it pans over to Derek and his head is like twisted sideways. And he's got like, it almost looks like his collarbones like popped up out of his shoulder yeah. blade. I was like, oh, holy fuck. Yeah. 
And uh, I like the line. Um, I think she says it too. She's like, it's weird. There is no fingerprints, but the handprints on like the body mm. were like upside down. Yeah. So like now we know it's like, okay, it's, it's Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the uh, whenever before Gabriel kills or no, before he kidnaps the Jane Doe, the shots of um, her like going through the house, like the, the overhead shots as like kind of like an open mm-hmm. concept uh, set. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, so yeah, he kidnaps a Jane Doe who we find out later is his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, this scene in the underground tour is really creepy as well. Yeah. Like when she turns the lights off and then she like goes down like the tunnel is like, I would just get the fuck out of there. Like <laughs> I would not investigate anymore. No, fuck that. And then she like runs back to put the lights <laughs> on and then she gets captured by him. Uh, so yeah, basically Gabriel is killing everyone who wronged him basically. Yeah. So like all the doctors, the surgeons um, and then he kidnaps the mother. Yeah. And then later on he, goes after uh madison's like adoptive sister yeah sydney yeah because he was saving them for last Mm -hmm. he's a sadistic little fucker yeah yeah uh what'd you think of the uh the kill of the doctor um i forget what her name was like the female surgeon the female uh surgeon who is the one that uh says let's cut out the cancer Mm -hmm. it was a brutal kill he takes her like she has a an award of uh like a um like an award of excellence or something like that for Mm -hmm. like being a top surgeon and it's that that medical symbol like the with the wings and like the i don't know yeah and he takes that and just fucking bashes her face in with it um and I really love how he uses that as his weapon for the rest of the movie. Yeah. I too. think it's so fucking cool. Cause like it's, it's shaped as a knife and he fucking bashes off the base of it. And then it has like that snake that coils around it. Mm-hmm. So he hammers off all that coil and then sharpens the blade to like yeah. razor, razor sharp. Yeah. And then like, makes like finger holes in the top of it so he just like uh-huh. holds it like in his hand like that it's so yeah. fucking cool yeah uh does he break her arm too is it her that she he does it too one of the kills it might be she like grabs something he just like grabs her arm and just like snaps it and her like wrist bone like pops out yeah fucking nasty because he does that later on too it's one of the cops in the in the prison yeah he grabs both of her arms and fucking snaps <laughs> both of them yeah but uh yeah uh gabriel has like this outfit on like this long like leather coat has gloves and like the way that the contortionist like does all of this shit is like truly mind-blowing like mm. it looks so like it doesn't look real mm but it is because like the way that she's stabbing, like I don't even know how to like describe it. It just I don't know, it looks goofy, but also creepy as hell. Well, picture like for anyone who hasn't seen this, picture someone doing all of this stuff, but behind them. Yeah. So like when we're in front, our arms bend up like this. 
Mm-hmm. So the way Gabriel is, his arms are behind him. So his arms are bending down. Yeah. And he's managing to like fucking stab people and hit people over the head with stuff. And yeah. And like, even when he runs around, like he's running around backwards. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. That's why I had that question because like, it doesn't look CGI, but it also doesn't look real. Like, no. because we, we can't picture someone doing that, like mm-hmm. actually doing that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, she was the head of child reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, she has, like, all these old records. And, uh, excuse me, Kakoa takes one of the records of um, uh, from that time frame. Because, um, like, I think a picture fell. They, they, like, I think she was opening the book looking at it at the time that he came to kill her. So he takes this book and it's basically a girl named Emily. So he's trying to like put the pieces together. Um, and then they finally do uh, near the end of the movie. Yeah. And uh, I like, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I like, cause one of the lines that Gabriel says to Madison <clears throat> and he, he calls her Emily throughout the movie. Yeah. She goes, my name's Madison. He goes, no, that's the name. I can't remember what he calls her. Like the adoptive mother. That's uh-huh. the name that you're, that the bitch who adopted you gave you or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then something about how your, your marriage gave you the name Mitchell, but you'll always be Emily to me. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the, uh, the second doctor kill uh, the guy, the old man? I knew you're going to ask me this. I'm trying to remember. I, I know they find him in the bathtub and he's all bloodied and shit. No, that's the third one. That's the third one. So the second one um, is kind of like the larger guy and the window like opens by itself and there's like puddles there. And then he like cleans it up and like, it's very intense scene. Like you can see Gabriel in the background when he's like looking at the window Mm -hmm. and he's like in the closet, like getting a shirt and then the like door, like creepily like closes and he looks behind there's nothing there. Then he like gets in bed and his feet are like dangling over the bed and the camera's like under the bed. Yeah. And you're like, Oh fuck, this isn't gonna be good. And then it, the camera sits there for like a good 30 seconds, mm-hmm. like getting closer, and you're like, fuck, something bad's gonna happen. But then like he brings his feet up to the bed and he gets in bed. And then uh Madison wakes up mm-hmm. in her bed next to this guy, and she's right, like kind of like frozen in fear. And then you see, like, I think this is from the trailer, but you see like the window oops, the window like kind of like melting and you see gabriel like pop up beside the bed mm-hmm. and she's still like lying there like her eyes just open wide and gabriel's like climbing over top of her mm-hmm. um and then he gets up on top of the doctor and like the way that like because <clears throat> which way should would she be facing she was facing away from him like, so, so like, like the, the the girl playing Gabriel, because like how would because she's not stabbing like down. How is she doing it? Well, she'd be like with her back to his face. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like everything's just reversed. Like, yeah. Like yeah. she's she's on top of him, but she's not stabbing down like you said. Like yeah. It's just, it's so fucking crazy that this is a real person that's doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He gets stabbed to shit. Like, 
he gets fucked up. Um, and I love the little scene whenever uh, I think they had a witness of it or someone and like they drew what Gabriel looked like. And <laughs> one doctor, I think it was uh, uh, Regina. She's like, all right, I'll just put a, 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 a P out on sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> she was funny. She kind of reminded me of like Wanda Sykes a little bit, yes. like yeah, her yeah. humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What did you think of the scenes? Because now uh, Madison is going to ask her mom, her real mom, or not her real mom, her adopted mom. Yeah. About Gabriel and stuff. And the mom tells her that this isn't the first time you've said the name Gabriel and shows her like some old videotapes. Mm-hmm. Find out her name, her name is Emily. Um, what did you think of like these like flashback scenes? With, I thought uh, it was her as a kid. I thought it was kind of cool to see um, that like this has been happening throughout her whole life. Mm-hmm. So they always just attributed it to her being like a problem child. Yeah. And like having an imaginary friend, like that would tell her to do shit. Yeah. Cause like there was one scene where uh, her adoptive mother is pregnant with Sydney. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a cake that says like, welcome welcome home baby girl or something like that and there's a big like fingerprint through it mm-hmm. and then they're getting madison and shit and she's like no it wasn't me it was gabriel and they're like yeah they're like enough with this imaginary friend bullshit which is the way that it is in every movie but the one scene that i loved was when gabriel was like oh just cut a piece out just just a piece of cake for for your mom yeah and then she's standing over top of this cake this big giant ass like michael myers knife yeah. And she's about to go down and then everything changes the way that Gabriel does it. And she's standing over top of the mother and yeah. like p- about to put the knife into her stomach. Yeah. I thought that was fucking so cool and so creepy and crazy, but yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really liked it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause like Gabriel, he wanted, he didn't want, her to have any sisters because then she couldn't rely on him anymore. Yeah. It's and she'd forget about him. Yeah, exactly. Uh so yeah, then the the other doctor, the third doctor, uh John Gregory, they find him, like you said, in the bathtub, just bloodied up. Mm-hmm. Um and then this is like I think one of the only times we get the CG is uh Kakoa's chase scene with um yeah, there's uh, no Gabriel. <laughs> there's no way that this is the real person. Yeah. Uh but Kakoa is like a beast man. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't stop. He almost catches her or yeah. him. Yeah. But it does like look kind of silly. Like he um and also like during that scene in the bathroom, it's like almost like uh Madison is there like in the scene with him. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like she's like telling him that like Gabriel's there. Yeah. They like looks up in the ceiling and Gabriel's there and like yeah it's fucking crazy. Um, I know we're like way past it now, but I forgot to mention too. Whenever uh, he kills the first doctor, like the female surgeon, um, and excuse me, Madison's in her own house, and the the dryer, like clothes dryer door, is open. Yeah, and she can see the doctor's face in there, and she's like, "Get out of my house!" And Madison's yeah. like, "You're in my fucking house. Like, what are you talking about?" Yeah, I really like that that one shot too. Whenever Madison's like throwing like the dryer clothes in, yeah, and then she just like stops, 
and like the camera is like inside the dryer and it's like kind of like zoning out like mm-hmm. i fucking love that shot and then yeah like the doctor behind the like glass door and yeah it's fucking awesome it's really cool the imagery in this movie is really cool yeah yeah but um so overall what did you think of like the look of gabriel like as that persona with like the jacket and all that stuff i thought it was cool like it has like a very neo from the matrix sort of feel to it in a Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. but i mean you understand why he's wearing it because like he's concealing Mm -hmm. madison really because like the back of it has like this very high collar that kind of comes up and covers half of her face Mm -hmm. and like while he's doing all of his shit she's just like out cold like (laughs) yeah (laughs) on his back basically yeah um but i mean i like it it's not like it's not overly creepy or anything like that but Mm -hmm. it's it's a cool look yeah yeah uh yeah so now uh they convinced madison to talk to a hypnotherapist um and she kind of gets like put in like this hypnotized thing and she's like remembering everything about Gabriel and stuff. And she's still calling um, Gabriel, her imaginary friend mm-hmm. that he did it. And I like uh vagina like says like, Oh, I guess we gotta go arrest your imaginary friend or like something stupid like that. Yeah. That's good. And this is where you find out like he was, he killed all her babies and was eating her fetus fetuses. Fetus. um and then she's like freaking out and then they wake her up and then like all of a sudden the fucking mother comes crashing down through the (laughs) the thing and everyone's like holy shit and then they obviously arrest madison because Mm -hmm. you know she's in the house she's tied up in her attic yeah yeah um yeah then you kind of get some more backstory on uh madison's mom her mom was 15 years old whenever she had madison Mm -hmm. she was raped um and she her own mother was kind of not helping her and like her decisions of what to do with she she said that the the pregnancy was a disservice to god or something like that yeah because it was well she was 14 when she got pregnant it was from rape like yeah if if you're in that like traditional um mm-hmm. christian sort of mindset yeah and they do some flashbacks of madison in like it's pretty much from the like the opening scene kind of except mm-hmm. you see madison and the look of gabriel is so fucking scary yeah man and creepy yeah like imagine having that thing on the back of your fucking head yeah he has like arms and shit like mm-hmm. So yeah, like his face is on the back of her head and then he has like somewhat of a body that's like kind of coming out of her back. And then like you said, yeah, (laughs) he's got like two little fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex arms coming out. Yeah. Like his spine is attached to her spine. Mm -hmm. Um, It's yeah, it's fucking, it's creepy. It is. Yeah. And the fact that like, this is a real thing, like no offense to anybody. Maybe like not to that extent. No, but I have, I have seen like people with that parasitic twin, Mm -hmm. like, and it's generally from what I've, where I've seen it is like third world countries and stuff like that. Um, But I've seen like hands growing out of their bodies and shit like that. Like not Mm -hmm. to the extent of like 
where he's fully functional and shit like that. Yeah. But like, I've seen like people that have like a third hand and it's functional, like on their back and stuff like that. Like it moves yeah. and everything. <laughs> Fucking weird. It's man. wild. Um, yeah. All right. So now we get to probably the most talked about scene <laughs> in the movie. And I think this is the scene that at this point, people were like, I'm done with this movie. This movie is <laughs> fucking garbage. It's shit. But like this scene is so fucking good. Like if you're not like, if you're just like having a good time, man, like this, these two scenes in the jail cell and in the cop office mm-hmm. are so fucking chaotic and hilarious. And like, yeah. that's just what he's going for, man. So yeah. like, I don't know. I don't understand people that are just turned off by it. Like, I don't know, man. What are your thoughts on it? Well, the first time I watched it, like <laughs> I liked the fight scene. I thought it was crazy. Like you said, chaotic. But at the same time, I was just like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah. right now? Like, how is this woman all of a sudden a fucking like kung fu expert straight out of the matrix she's doing like fucking backflips and like fucking wrestling moves on them and all yeah. this stuff i'm like i don't understand what the hell is going on but like it i had a fun time watching yeah. it the first time and this time watching it like yeah it was a blast yeah uh so yeah she's gets put into jail cell with like about 20 different inmates of females yeah, yeah. And she's just sitting there, and then obviously, you know, you have like the bad apples who are like kind of like picking on her and then start like beating the fuck out of her. And then she like starts seizing, and then everyone's like, Oh, this bitch is seizing. And then she like gets up, and you can see from like her view, not her view, but you're looking at Madison's face. Yeah. And uh she can see her eyes are like on the back of her head, she's not like awake, so mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she starts like screaming. She like grabs the back of her head and like starts pulling it. And then Gabriel's face fucking like pops out. Yeah. And man, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So he like his face pops out and then like, is he breaking her bones? Yes, he does. Yeah. So that's what he's doing. He's breaking her bones. Yeah. So like, I guess there's more mobility with them, like to be behind his back or behind her back, I guess. Yeah. And he just Um, fucking goes nuts. So with this scene with the contortionist, she did all the choreography herself and learned it very quickly. She, so on her face, they put the prosthetic face of Madison. Okay. So she was wearing that on her face. So she was doing all this backwards. Backwards, yes. Holy fuck. All of this choreography, she's doing it fucking backwards. That's insane, man. And on the back of her head was a animatronic <clears throat> Gabriel. Yeah. So like, because you can tell that Madison's face isn't real. Like you no, can it tell. Does that... Look, it 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 looks bad, but like you can tell it's like not Madison's face. Mm-hmm. But like you're not thinking of that when you're watching this shit go no, down. Like no, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. are we get, are we gonna get in depth with this fucking? Yeah, scene? go for it, man. So <laughs> it's some of your favorite kills from this scene. Well, she, um, 
the fucking the one that starts kicking the shit out of her i liked her but yeah like you said there was two of them that were just like boot fucking her on the ground and then she gets up she does her shit and then she the one girl she grabs she looks like foxy brown she she uh she grabs her neck and just like fucking rips it out and then then the other girl that was like kicking the shit out of her she just starts grabbing girls and throwing <laughs> them at madison or and at like gabriel the, she like hits one girl like just breaks her neck just by hitting her yeah and then we have one girl thing like breaks both her fucking arms oh yeah uh um and i liked the kill on like the big butch one that was kicking the shit out of her yeah she she steps on one girl's face like oh on yeah just, that like, was bad her head yeah yeah the the bush girl go on she uh she grabs her by the fucking face like with her hands upside down however you would do that yeah and like she's jamming her eyeballs in and then a cop comes in and he starts firing and she's well he gabriel has the girl up in the air and she's running towards the fucking uh the jail cell and the cop just poof 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 shooting the girl in the back and she slams the girl into his arm yeah and then he she gabriel i keep saying she but gabriel grabs the cop's head and just starts bashing it off the 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 fucking jail cell oh it was just it's so much chaos man like she goes through like 20 of these Mm -hmm. girls in like 30 seconds yeah i really want to try and find the 4k of this because i know it it was released i think uh late last month but it was like 60 bucks on amazon and it wasn't available (laughs) Like there's, it wasn't available anywhere. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'd love to watch the the special features of this just mm-hmm. to see like how they did it. Cause yeah. it's crazy. I would like to see like interviews with this contortionist. Yeah. Yeah. And, like give this woman a fucking Oscar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also going back to the scene, whenever they do the surgery on Gabriel, mm-hmm. like she just like pushes, like she cut, she cuts off everything that she can. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, like she just pushes into Madison's skull. Yeah. And like sews it back up. It's like, oh man, just knowing that there's someone's face inside of you. Like, yeah. Man. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, because they said they share a brain. So like taking any more of Gabriel could be fatal to Madison. Um and then I I I think the, the cop room scene is even more nutso than the uh <laughs> the jail scene because like the cop room is so open mm-hmm. and the girl can just do so much. Like she's doing fucking flips over bullets. She's doing parkour and just like <laughs> hucking chairs across the room. And, yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's so nuts. Yeah. There's so much that happened in it. And uh, Kakoa and Regina end up surviving. They get pretty fucked up by a chair. Like she like tosses it across <laughs> the room. I was dying laughing, man. Well, and he like slashes uh, Regina across the stomach. Yeah. Um, she gets Kakoa's arm locked in a chair and breaks his arm. Yeah. Um, and then a female cop comes in. And she like goes to push Gabriel and he grabs both of her arms and fucking snaps mm. them up. So, ugh, so gro- gross. But uh, yeah, he kills like everyone in that, <laughs> in that fucking place. Except Kakoa and Re- Regina. Yeah. And, and the... The oh, the CSI girl. girl. Yeah. I love whatever she goes up to them and she like has her phone and she dials on one. She's like, wait, why am I calling the police? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, call an ambulance. 
so while this is going on, um, Sydney is going to the hospital where she originally was and finds like the file on her and then finds out that like the mother, the Jane Doe is the mom, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, and then they go to the hospital with the mother and uh, I love whenever Madison is a Madison that shows up. That's talking to like the, the guard. No, it's and, Sydney. I was it Sydney. And yeah. then he's like, Oh, and he's like, Oh, you can't be here. And she's like, Oh, I'm family. He's like, so having a heart attack. She's like, yeah. a heart attack. And he's like, no, it's my pacemaker. <laughs> and you know, what's going to happen. It's like Gabriel just fucking explodes his pacemaker out of his chest. <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Sydney ends up fighting uh, Gabriel in the room. Uh, he like just tosses a fucking bed on top of her mm. and then it shows him the way that he comes over is fucking creepy because like she's pinned and then he like crawls over and then like he like has the gun like over the bed but i don't know man it's so weird it's like i don't know i don't know i'm gonna bother trying that. it like yeah oh, it's man. crazy but yeah she like pulls the trigger and shoots sydney and you think that she's dead and then, uh, or he shoots Madison first, I think, a few times. And then he kills Sydney. And then the mom, you think that she dies, but then it kind of like, it doesn't reverse, but it like goes into Madison's head. Mm-hmm. And then this is where you realize that she like has taken back control of her body from Gabriel. So she's making Gabriel see these things the way that he's been making her see things. Exactly. Which I thought was really cool. His tricks. Yeah. And then she has like a good like back and forth with Gabriel and uh, like talking to Gabriel. And you see like Gabriel's like face, like it's actually talking and has mm-hmm. eyes and stuff. Yeah. Um. And then she ends up like locking Gabriel up. Like I like how, like it was kind of cheesy, but like it's kind of like it's a dark room with a jail cell, and then she like just closes the jail cell mm-hmm. on Gabriel, and then he like says like oh like you'll remember me again one day or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then she like basically tells him like you've always been a monster like that. Yeah. Then um, yeah, Madison is alive. So is the mother, I think. Yeah. And then like it like zooms out, and there's like a little like light bulb in here. Like, electricity going so like they're kind of hinting that gabriel is still kind of present mm-hmm. but uh yeah the one thing i didn't like about this end scene well a the dialogue between sydney and madison is just terrible uh-huh. uh, yeah when she's like oh you'll always be a sister to me yeah like she's yeah. saying like i've always longed for a blood connection and all along it's been here it's been you this whole time i'm just like what the fuck like people don't talk like this Mm -hmm. um but so that i didn't really like and then whenever gabriel's going back in her head like because her the back of her head split open oh yeah yeah he just like kind of goes back in and then like her head just closes up and i'm just like ah it's yeah yeah kind of stupid yeah, I mean, you kind of got to take it with like, like a grain yeah. of salt, you know, like. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else that uh, you want to talk about or? Not necessarily about this movie, but do you think there's going to be a sequel to this? I hope not. Me too. Um, I just, I just like, because with the the hint towards the end, like where Gabriel I don't could think still so. be alive. I don't think so. I think this is going to be like a movie like 
like you know dead silence he didn't do any sequels to that i don't think um i mean he's done a lot a bunch of sequels on his other movies but i don't know i don't think so i hope not but yeah because i feel like it would just i don't know it would lose it, its yeah its it wouldn't touch. be the same yeah. as this mm-hmm. yeah because we already know that she's that gabriel's there yeah exactly yeah I don't That's have it? anything else. Yeah, I just right. wanted to know if or see what you thought about that. All right. Uh, all right. And that's the way the parasitic blood splatters. <sighs> nice. The, oh, man, the smell of that is just like, oh, <laughs> it smells like rotten weed, but it tastes good. All right, man. I know you love this movie. Obviously, it was your favorite movie from last year. Yes. But what did you rate it? All right. Uh, kind of lengthy review, so I'll try and get through this quickly. Oh, you got the lengthy one. I do, yeah. Uh, so for story, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I said it was a super original screenplay. This whole movie reminds me so much of cheesy 80s, 90s movies. You can tell Juan pays homage to a lot of classics like Basket Case and A Nightmare on Elm Street, mm. um, intentional or not. I just thought of Basket Case obviously yeah. with like the the twin mm-hmm. um the first watch of this blew my mind with the twist slash reveal and my second watch i enjoyed it much more knowing what happened and watching it from a different perspective uh if you don't take this movie seriously you can have a ton of fun with it which is why i enjoy it so eight out of ten cool and for quality i gave it an eight out of ten as well i said like i said in my story rating this movie like I said, oh yeah. Like I said in my story rating, this movie's this movie just screams 80s horror. Very little CGI, which I love to see. The acting was okay. The only standout for me was Animal Wallace and Marina Mazeppa. Uh just fucking amazing, like insane. Um, the practical effects are great. Gabriel is legit scary. The score is fantastic, and the use of the one track throw, throughout it was used well. Um, it reminded me of like another song. I don't know if it was that song, but let's see if I can find it. Anyway, eight out of ten for both. Cool. What about you? All right. You ready for this? Yes, sir. My story, I also gave it an eight out of ten. Ooh, nice. I said this isn't a perfect movie, but it is fun as fuck. Um, it's a plot line that has literally never been done before. And it really brought one back to where he belongs. And I say crazy ass horror. Uh, I don't, I didn't, was I stoned when I wrote this? (laughs) I didn't like this movie nearly as much on my first watch as I did on this one. I think I was just confused and completely not expecting what was on the screen during that first watch. But Mm -hmm. with knowing what's happening, you can see it all along. And the ending twist is right in front of your face from the beginning. Uh, Juan has been known to create horror movies that no one has ever ever done before, and this is no exception. And like I said, I seriously don't know how he comes up with this shit, but it's yeah. really cool that his wife helped him write this one. Uh-huh. My quality, I gave it an eight point five. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> nice. Um, I said the acting was pretty good for the most part, although there were some times where it was a bit cringy. The score was absolutely phenomenal and reminded me of a lot of the Saw movies. The practical and special effects were really well done, and the choreography of the fight scenes was amazing. Um, that was before I even knew that it was a real person. I just, yeah, I, I didn't know how the fuck they did it, but they did it, and it was really cool. Um, 
on the first watch, the fight scene in the prison was the only thing I liked about this movie. And although I liked more about the movie this time, that scene is still absolutely my favorite in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I originally wanted to give the quality a nine out of 10, but then like, I thought like, I don't know, like, yeah, I'd be too high, but yeah. I was kind of the same way. Like I wanted to give it a little bit more than an eight, but a nine, a nine, like, yeah, it's, it's too, too high. Yeah. If the acting was better, then that would probably uh-huh. be like the tipping point. Yeah. But yeah, so eight out of ten and an eight point five out of ten. Nice. Needless to say, I really fucking like this movie on a second watch. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> this you you succeeded on your uh efforts on trying to get me to like it. I did. Now it's gotta convince another person. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's agreed to rewatch it. Yeah, exactly. All right, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Uh, something really cool about Rotten Tomatoes that's new. Oh. They have an audience consensus now as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to make you guess the audience score. I'll just keep it with the I'd still like score. to hear the audience consensus oh, after. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the critics consensus, although Malignant isn't particularly scary, director James Wan's return to horror contains plenty of gore, gore thrills and a memorably bonkers twist <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what do you think the critics scored it off that i i know the critics like this movie i think it was uh certified fresh but i think like just certified fresh so i'm gonna say like uh 84 a little too high okay it was certified fresh and it was just certified fresh at six, uh, 76%. Okay. Um, on 118 or sorry, 168 reviews and an average score of 6.3 out of 10. <laughs> the audience consensus love it or hate it. And there isn't much in between malignant is one horror movie that takes risks and is willing to get weird. Yeah. I think that's a perfect audience consensus. Definitely. Um, but the audience score was a 50, 52% on roughly 500, 500 ratings. But that's another thing that they changed too. It said 500 verified uh, oh, okay. ratings. So I don't know if, if they're not taking into account like everybody that's rated it. That's on yeah. mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. But anyways, it was an average score of 3.1 out of 5 or a 6.2 out of 10. Oh. All right. Well. Letterbox was the same, 3.1 out of 5. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Uh, I bumped it up half a star since mm. my last review. Yeah. Uh, you rated it a 4 out of 5. Mm-hmm. And I believe you had it as a 2 yeah. out of 5 before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quite a few people rated this. Uh, so... Um, Here Be Monster, uh, Anthony from Porcelain Peak, give it a 4. John from Porcelain Peak also gave it a four. Jensen from the Fright Crew gave it a three. Slosh and Captain gave it a four. Scream and Cinema gave it a three. Josh from HMC gave it a two. And I wrote this one down because I thought it was funny. Uh, Nathan from I Hope You Suffer podcast gave it a half a star. Come on, even on my first watch, I gave it yeah. significantly yeah. higher than that. And his review is like something like, 
I'm embarrassed at how many people like this movie or something like that. Oh, I do remember reading that like way yeah. back when. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Maybe but, he should give it another watch. Yeah, I think so. But, so, uh, I mean, yeah. pretty, pretty well liked for the most part. Yeah. Minus a few people, but lots of fours, lots of 3.5s and threes. Hmm. Good shit. All right, man, you ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. What did you give it for a scare rating? So I give it a four out of ten. I said there were some brutal ass kills, wild gore, and Gabriel is a scary ass villain. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Scariest scene. Um, this is kind of tough. I mean, I said like the final jail scene, whenever like Gabriel pops out of like her head fully, that's really fucking creepy and cool. And then when I survive, I said, if I was a cop, hell no. But if I was myself, I would say yes, because it seems like Gabriel knows who his targets are. Like he's not really killing like just randoms on the street. That's true. That's very true. How about you? My scare rating, I also gave it a 4 out of 10. <clears throat> I said Gabriel is creepy as fuck, and the gore slash kill scenes were absolutely nuts. My scariest scene was when we see Gabriel like in his full form when he's still on Madison's back. Yeah. Like how we talked about. Like as a um, kid? Yeah, like before yeah. they perform the surgery on her. Mm-hmm. Um, just super creepy. Yeah. Like yeah. that little person growing out of her back. Uh, would I survive? I said no. And if you say yes, you're a liar. But you're calling me a liar. No, your explanation <laughs> was good. But like, if you're fucking going up against Gabriel, there's no way you're no surviving. fucking way. He's like <laughs> super strong. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just fucking popped up on baby fetuses, man. <laughs> like on uh, that South Park episode. Yeah, with uh, fucking. Clark Kent there, what's his name, that passed away? Um, Christopher Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, it's so oh, bad. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I was actually, uh, I was talking with um, Erica from Horror Cafe earlier today. Mm-hmm. And, oh, she was listening to our episode. Was it our last episode? When we were wondering if uh, the, Jurassic, or the Jurassic Park, if the South Park movie was ever in theaters. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she sent me a message and she said, I'm pretty sure, or she said it definitely was because she went and saw it and she was Mm -hmm. much too young whenever she saw it. So when we got into this conversation about like how my grandmother used to record South Park episodes for me on VHS, on VHS. That's awesome. And she thought it was just like a cartoon, right? Yeah. It's a kid's show. It's a cartoon. And then I would bring the VHS tapes home after I was at her place and my mom caught me watching it and she asked where I got it from and I I told her I rat I ratted Nana out. Oh no! <laughs> and my mom like lost her mind. She's like, "What the fuck? Like he can't be watching this." I was like eight. That's so funny. <laughs> hey man, those kids are eight years old. It's okay. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good argument. I should use that. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Funny how animation has come from being like Saturday night cartoons to like full blown adult animation. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I guess that's the end. Um, there's five weeks in June. 
so we are doing a extra third normal episode, but we're also doing uh, villain face off. Mm-hmm. Um, our just like third regular episode is on is going to be on Jurassic World Dominion, which is not out yet. So therefore, mm-hmm. we are forced to start our villain face off a week early. Yep. So our next episode is going to be Blade. Yes. Yes. I just watched this last year, but I'm a okay. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, it's, it's yeah. I think I watched it maybe like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I like the second one more, but I forget. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This one was good though. Yeah, definitely. And I'm excited for the matchup. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, me too. Do we want to just say it now, or do you want to wait? Yeah, let's let's just do it. All right. So part two of the villain face-off is going to be, um, what's his name? Eric? Eric, Eric, yeah. Drake? I think so, yeah. Anyway, Draven? Yeah, Eric Draven, yes. Eric Draven from The Crow. So that episode will be great as well. Yeah, kind of a uh, Mm anti-hero villain face-off. For sure. Um, so yeah, next week we're going to do Blade. Then the week after we're going to do Jurassic World Dominion. And then uh-huh. the final week of June will be The Crow. Yes, sir. Excited. It's a good month. Yeah, good it month. is. Um, I'm really glad you picked this movie. Uh, it gave me an excuse and a reason to rewatch it. Nice. Uh, and I don't know, have a newfound love for it, I guess. Exactly. There we go. S- still not my favorite movie from last year, but it's definitely... Yeah. That's it's definitely perfectly fine. That's fine with me. <laughs> it's definitely up there. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. Uh, if you click the link in our bio and on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. Uh, there's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. There's also links to each of our individual letterboxed accounts, our YouTube channel, which I've already mentioned, uh, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty. All right. Well, that's it. We'll talk <laughs> to you guys next week. All right. See you later. Bye.